It's a good start. We're here. Um, right, hi guys. Welcome to another episode of Zeal Talk. So this is our podcast where we talk to startups and scale-ups and find out stories from founders, how they've, their journeys and everything else. Uh, if there is some weird noise in the background, it's because my dog's just jumped up onto the seat next to me. Uh, ben, our sound engineer, is very happy about that. Uh, so today on the podcast, we actually have one of our clients uh, one of Zeal's most long-standing client, I would say. Uh, we've never done this before, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but we've got James Walker from Jorvik Tricycles of York. Hi, James. Hi, Hi Jane. Um, have you ever done a podcast before? No. Oh, this is your first one? First. Are you excited? Very. <laughs> you seem it. Uh, so we're just going to have a little chat about your journey, really. So I guess we'll start off by, do you want to tell the listeners, the thousands of listeners, um, about what Jorvik Tricycles is and how you started? Yeah, so Jorvik Tricycles is an adult tricycle company. Uh, three-wheel bikes, three-wheel push bikes, uh, mainly electric now. Uh, the company was started when, uh, unfortunately, my father suffers from Parkinson's. So about eight or nine years ago, we was uh, trying to find him a tricycle. Uh, at the time, I think tricycles had sort of been designed but left on the shelf. So I think because it was mainly a disabled product, nobody had put any effort into making them look cool or any any thought process in moving them forward. Uh, so when we were trying to find my dad a tricycle, there wasn't a lot to choose from. It was quite expensive. Uh, you find as well a lot of companies, as soon as you put a disabled tag on the product, the price will double, mm. treble, quadruple. Uh, that's quite common with any disabled product. Uh, so he couldn't afford a very good one. Went to buy a second-hand one. Uh, unfortunately, that got stolen within the first week of him. Oh, no way. Yeah, of uh, of him uh, purchasing it from his care home. So no a special way. special kind of twat. Wow. <laughs> you can swear on this yeah, podcast, it's right, fine, yeah. Yeah, I won't say the other one. But yeah, so not only did they steal a tricycle, they stole a tricycle from a care home. Uh, so after the sort of rigmarole of getting the first one, we had to go through that rigmarole again to get him the second one. Uh, I take it when he rode it before it was stolen, he just loved it. Yeah, loved yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, just give him his mobility back again. Uh, with Parkinson's, his type of Parkinson's, he freezes. So... A lot of people sort of uh, think Parkinson's is just tremors, but he, he doesn't shake, he freezes. So he right. will literally freeze solid. Uh, then he's got to take his medication and the medication will slowly start, uh, sorry, I hit the, uh, the thing in there. Right. It'll, it'll slowly start uh, creeping into his system and then it'll unfreeze. But what the tricycle enabled him to do was he could sense he was going to start freezing. He could take his medication, sit on the tricycle, wait for the medication to kick in and then away he went. Yeah, which so, obviously yeah. he couldn't on two wheels. Cut on two right, wheels right, right. and yeah, so on. So yeah, it was a big game changer for him. So when it got nicked, it was a bit of a kick in the teeth. But uh, so yeah, just straight away. It was just, so obviously then we had to try and buy him a second one. But then it was just like, why are these trikes not more readily available? You know, why are they not in bike shops? Why there's not more of them online? So yeah, it sort of snowballed from there really. And so obviously you thought, I can't be the only person needing this or wanting mm. this. You saw a gap in the market. Mm. And then how did you go from just having that idea to bringing it to life? Uh, I made a fake eBay listing and put uh, I cut and paste two tricycle pictures and we just made a fake eBay advert for two trikes, two separate trikes. 
and put it on in the morning, and by the evening, they're both sold. So, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, what we were couldn't, you planning we, on doing? Well, we didn't deliver them or anything. No, I, mean, I love them. Yeah, we have them. Yeah. Uh, but oh, we, what, just to test the market? Just you mean? to test the market, right, yeah. Okay. Just to see if there was any interest in them. I wasn't, yeah. we wasn't expecting them to go that day and probably not even that week. But we, when they both went in the same 24 hours, yeah. I was like, shit, there's, yeah, there's something here. here. There's something here, yeah. So, yeah, so we knew there was a market for them. I mean, very limited testing, like. <laughs> one in, two eBay listings. Yeah. Let's two invest, tracks let's sold go. in one day, that's it. Let's uh, sell a house, put everything in it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so just took a lot of research and trying to find the right company. Initially, we was buying trikes off the shelf, but uh, I had no experience in bikes or anything. I've never built a bike, wasn't into cycling or anything like mm. that. Uh, so I where did you buy your first ones from? Yeah, so we just found a company in China. Uh, oh, you went straight to China went then? Went straight to China, okay. yeah, yeah. Didn't I didn't go visit in China. I have done since, but at, at that time it was just a lot of emails, uh, backwards and forwards. Uh, found a supplier. I initially naively thought when there was going to come, there was going to come built. And I remember <laughs> opening up the container and it was just fucking thousands and thousands of boxes. <laughs> thinking, shit, what the hell am I going to do with all this? Uh, so I had to find a friend who was into bikes. He taught me how to build them and... The first few we used to build in the front room, and luckily the sash window we had was just wide enough to get a trike built through. Uh, at the beginning, there was companies that was doing them, but they weren't delivering them built. So to separate us from them, we offered a built tricycle to your door. Yeah. So we're just trying to be a little bit... Obviously, we weren't a brand or anything like that. Nobody knew who we were. Uh, what, were you, what name were you? Yeah, I don't think we called them anything at the beginning. Just trikes? Just private listings on eBay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. on an Amazon uh, and built it up from there. And Did then, you ever think it would be what it is now? No. I guess also tell the listeners what it is now. Yeah, so we're a multi-million pound global company. Yeah, probably the largest tricycle company in the UK, possibly in Europe. Let's just say it. Nobody's going to fact biggest, check this. Biggest, let's yeah. be <laughs> biggest in the world. Easily yeah. the biggest in the world. Uh, but yeah, to, to, to sell in one to two a week, uh, we now sell thousands per year, yeah. multiples of thousands per year. All around the world, with the help of Zeal, obviously. I was about to say yeah. that, but you said it already. I didn't even make you. No. I was like, say it. You say was it. not doing it. I, I could was see like, it come in on, your eyes. come on, yeah. we helped you. <laughs> no, I mean, it's such a great story, isn't it? Like, I mm. think it is, it's always really nice to, um, to work with clients that have that genuinely authentic care. Mm. And obviously, I know you personally now, and you do care about, you do, the stories that we get from the showroom about. Mm the disabled people that come in and then yeah, yeah. do get their freedom back. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is really nice. Mm. I think um, you, did you ever think it would be what it was? <sighs> did you ever think, oh, this is going to be what will make my millions? Uh, I can't remember, to be honest. I think I wanted it to be big because I just will have wanted to, you know, just, but I didn't think it would be this big. No, definitely not. I didn't think we'd we'd dominate the market and would be, you know, there'd be somebody in America who literally wants a Jorvik tricycle and they don't want nothing else. You yeah. Know, sometimes that, I look at that and I think, fucking hell, that is mad. That, you know, this little idea from a front room is now, you know, somebody in a flat in New York 
is adamant that they want yeah. the Jarvik tricycle. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. Just, it's fucking mental. It's like, cool, but, though. Yeah, it's cool. Really cool. Really and then cool. you do have a, another kind of, I guess, smaller audience, don't you, which we I like to call just hipsters. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, actually, yeah. You, you said at the beginning of that story that you, there was nobody doing tricycles mm. in a cool way. Yeah, or because yeah. You don't often think tricycles are cool, if you get what I mean. Yeah, but there, there was are a, a lot of people them. taking them now and like, mm. like making them, putting music on the back of yeah, them and having like tricycle yeah, yeah. rallies. Yeah, Solly Pop in London. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is he, cool. uh, he's got a big speaker in the back of his, and he goes around doing events. And so yeah, this it's the demographic is is wide. Uh, initially, I think we was sort of a disabled product, uh, but now I'd say we're definitely a lifestyle product. Yeah. Uh, young, old, people who suffer with balance issues, people who just buying them for fun. Uh, we get a lot of people using them as a tool. Yeah. Uh, allotment trips, we get power stations buying them. They so, are fun. Although, yeah, great, yeah. I do remember a few years ago, Zeal did the uh, Leeds to Liverpool yeah. um, canal bike ride, which is, I don't know, 130 miles. And... Um, one of our project managers at the time, he no longer works here, but he had the bright idea of saying, oh, why don't we ask Jorvik? We'll mm. do, you know, we'll have a, I'll do it on, I'll do it on a tricycle. Yeah, he James, said, I'll yeah, do yeah. it on the tricycle. So we, I was like, it's going to be harder because um, you didn't give us an electric one. <laughs> you literally gave us the shittest. I gave you the shittest one It was like an have, ex-demo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, oh yeah, Jane, you can have one of our trikes. I was yeah. like, oh, that's nice. We yeah. was relatively new working yeah, together. You, yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So I wasn't, then, you know, I was like, yeah, just give them the shit. And then this shit. trike, honestly, it was like, uh, because a lot of the, the cycle path, it's like mm. a single, you're literally in like a divot. So if you've got two wheels, it's easier. Um, and James very quickly realised it was a lot harder on the trike. Wheels were smaller than yeah. a mountain bike. So... I spent the majority of that 130 miles uh, on a trike <laughs> and I was like, I'm never getting on a trike again. But in fairness, anytime we do a video shoot, they mm. are so fun. The electric yeah. ones We've are moved brilliant. on since then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was yeah, quite a rudimental different. design, but yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, based, we're mainly electric now as well. So the markets have changed. Uh, when we first started, it was definitely... Well, we weren't even doing electric when we first started. Yeah. Uh, and then when we started, we thought it would only be a small part of the business. Uh, to where we are now, we're not going to manufacture any non-electrics anymore. Yeah. So it's just we will just be an electric yeah. trike company. They're, so. They are. They're, they're a yeah, lot really of fun. Cool. They're We've really got the mountain cool. trikes as well, which yeah. are basically quads, mm. three-wheel quads, really. But uh, yeah, they're cool. Oh, really cool. cool. So tell us a bit about your journey, because obviously, so the the podcast is listened to by, I mean, millions, obviously, millions. globally. I think yeah. globally we're the best podcast. Yeah, I think, I think number one. Yeah, yeah. come on, nobody's fact-checking <laughs> yeah. that either. Um, but obviously we do have people listening that are either at the start of their entrepreneurial journey or starting a business. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely <clears throat> changing now. I don't think this is the preconception, but there used to be a preconception that, you know, business owners were... Um, university and mm. you know had gone to whatever and then done a management course and a leadership course mm. um your journey is obviously very different isn't mm. it like you've never been to university I think I barely yeah you, you finished school, school. Yeah, yeah well I was there at the end often, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never went back and picked up my results so I yeah. don't even know what I got in me so exams. tell us a bit about your you know have you always been entrepreneurial yeah uh, my dad owned carpet shops and he was into business so I think seeing I remember when I was a kid I would always see him with a big wad of money in his pocket and that was that's I never wanted a job I wanted that wad of money in my pocket that was so I'd when I was a kid I never thought I want to be a fireman I want to be this I want to be that I just knew I wanted to work for myself and I wanted my own money 
so that's where I think it initially came from. But yeah, so I didn't do very well at school. Didn't go to school a lot. Um, you have had quite a um, checkered career in yeah. there. In the, no, it, it does make me laugh because I, you know, we'll see each other every every couple of months or whatever, mm. and you'll just drop into conversation like, "Oh yeah, when I used to, uh, when I used to be a postman, or when I used to like sell fireworks." Or when I, I'm like, "How many jobs yeah. have you had?" So, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I guess it, were you, are you always kind of you know chasing the market, yeah, chasing definitely, the opportunities? Yeah. yeah, I've had a couple of normal jobs, uh, but there's been a lot of ideas that haven't worked as well along the way. Or they worked, uh, but they only worked for so long. Uh, but yeah, I've always been looking for the next thing, always been pushing forward, always trying to make more money. Uh, what do you do when it doesn't, when it goes wrong? Yeah, just start again. Yeah, don't matter, does it? I think you've just got to, yeah. I love just, that though. That's that, mm. you just say that like, that's just your life, which, mm. it, which it is, and that's how you, that's your attitude. Mm. A lot of people don't think like that. They mm. think, I think that's what puts you know, people off going yeah, into business, I think. I yeah. agree, because I think you go, right, well, I've got this idea, and I think people take too long mm, to implement it sometimes. So yeah. They think about like, it too much. Yeah, and yeah. then they've taught themselves out of it, and then by the time they do it, they've mm. missed the, the window. I always think if you if you are thinking about it too much, uh, if, you're, if you're thinking about going into business, then I don't think maybe going into business is right for you. Because I don't think if, you, if, if you're thinking about it, then you're probably not the right person to do it. Yeah. I think you need to just go in and, and do it. And if you yeah. fail, you fail, you crack on, you start again. But I think if somebody's trying to put it all on paper and trying to work out whether that's just, it's the right thing to do first, then you're maybe not the right type of person to be doing it, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I, I, I think that's true. A lot of people talk about, oh, when did you kind of decide to mm. set up Zeal? Or how did you? And it wasn't a decision. No, I just, it just happens, I literally yeah. just did it. And, yeah, then, uh, yeah. and then, but yeah, I think the mistake thing is, you know, there's a lot of quote. If you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. Mm. Or and I, I, I think they're true. And I think some mm. people it stops them thinking. You know, what if I fail? But mm. like that, you're like, well, yeah, you did fail. Yeah, loads. You of just times. get up and you, mm. you go again, don't you? It's yeah, like yeah. A, a, I guess a tenacity. What was your biggest failure? Slash, there's no such thing as failure. <laughs> there's no such thing as failure. Guys. Learn from it, Jane. <laughs> uh, biggest failure. Uh, or like, mm. is there anything that you'd be like, I probably should have done that one. That one was a that one was a bit of a. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's loads of little shitty things that I've done that never really. There was a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> I just grafted my ass off for a full season and never really got anything out of it. Uh, but again, I mean, it sounds fucking cheesy, doesn't it? But you do learn from shit like yeah. that. You know what I mean? You do sort of pick up little bits and think, you know, them little bits you then take on to the next thing. Yeah. You know, because it's not always just about solely what did I do wrong in that car wash. I didn't wash enough cars. But there'll have been something I will have learned from there that I'll have took to the next thing. Yeah. And I'll have learned. And then the next thing probably failed. And then I took something from that. And then you're taking all these failures and learning from each one of them. And then, like you say, you then... Hopefully, something then eventually works and you're piecing it all together. And Yeah, so I don't know. I can't think of any one massive thing that I've, I feel I've really failed at. Yeah, I don't really look back and think like that anyway. No. So I can't... It, like I say, I don't... I don't think it is failure. <laughs> Again, it sounds fucking cheesy, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> nobody. I know. I agree. It I cheesy, totally agree. Yeah, I don't think it is. You're just on your on your way, aren't you? You're just yeah. pushing forward all the yeah, time. Yeah, and it's a great attitude to have because it mm. means that you're less scared to do stuff. Exactly. Because yeah. you just think, well, yeah, gonna you're gonna get knocked down, aren't yeah. you? But then what do you do? I think you again, that's again. a big thing for people in starting businesses that they're worried about 
the risk taking. I, th- I think business, a big part of business is definitely risk taking. Mm. Uh, and if you can't take risk, I think you're, you're going to really struggle in business mm. massively. So what would be your um, one piece of advice for somebody who's just they've started a business, so mm. they're on the way, mm. um, and they're kind of like, you know, looking to grow it and scale up? What would be your kind of one, other than hiring Zeal? Yeah, get Zeal, number, number one. one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just don't think, oh, just don't overthink it. Overthinking it you'll talk yourself out of it, I think. I know a few people who uh, would have been really good at business uh, and could have been and and had the right sort of attitude, but they overthought it. And I think that scared them. And then yeah. they pulled back from it then. Yeah. So I think you've just got to push on. And if you fail, you fail. Fuck it, just crack on, yeah? Yeah. Don't okay, worry about cool. it. And what's next for you? Where are you going? Just get bigger, even bigger, yeah. Just carry on launching new products and, uh, yeah, it's brilliant. I, I still think we are only scratching the surface. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, just, just get bigger, dominate, dominate the world. Be number one in the world for definite, where somebody can listen West, to this and, and fact, fact check, check it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And be like, oh, no, they're right, oh, they shit, are. they are, yeah. he's not talking shit, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> honestly, I really appreciate you coming on to talk to us because I think it is re- it's really nice to see different people's journeys mm. and um obviously you've had like a you know really interesting one mm. and the product comes from a really good place and a really nice story yeah, so yeah. and obviously we I love that helps as yeah, well yeah we love it? working with you and, yeah. and all the guys over at Jorvik so yeah. so yeah thank you very much right, no I never know how to end these and then I always look at Ben and go how do we end them again Ben do we just say bye yeah. um we're going to be doing another one we don't know who it is yet so I can't be like a te- we teased we did like a teaser, a teaser. campaign for you we were mm. like oh James Walker from Jorvik's on next, but yeah. um, don't know. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. For oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, James. Yeah, I did thank say you. thank you, didn't I? Yeah. So rude. <laughs> thank Never all the listeners. Your, your pizza. Oh, thank you for listening. Yeah. No, thanks for coming on. It was great, and I really appreciate it. Sorry. And we'll be back with another one soonish. Soon. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> see you later. Thanks. Bye. Cheers.